The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the Music History Today Weekly Edition podcast number 205. This week, we go over the news and charts, and we make the case for putting Eric B. and Rakim into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. On to the news of the week, of which there isn't a whole lot, but at least one of these items is rather important. Prince's estate announced that his unreleased album, Welcome to America, will be released in July. For those of you wanting to get into the NFT game, and if you have an iPhone, there is a new app called Sing, and it's actually spelled S exclamation point N-G. That's S exclamation point N-G. The thing about this app is that it lets you mint your own NFTs for free instead of the usual $50, $100, $150 that it normally costs. So you might want to check that out if you're into NFTs. And for those of you who know what NFTs are, congratulations. In other news, the Hollywood Bowl will reopen in May but will have limited seating. Andrea Bocelli announced that he will do an arena tour this year, starting later on in the year, which is good news. If you want to own Phoebe Bridgers' now famous guitar that she smashed up on stage on Saturday Night Live that drew the ire of David Crosby, apparently, it's now up for auction. Nike settled its lawsuit over Little Nas X's endorsed Satan shoes with shoe company MSCH. F, which actually ended up bringing it even more in the way of publicity. So, congratulations. And now here's where we get to the bad news. There are a couple of passings to pass along this week. One of them is a big one. Rest in peace to DMX. DMX, for those of you who are a little too young to remember was one of the iconic rappers of the first decade of this century. In fact, in the first part of the century, say from give or take 1999 through about 2005, he was the dominant rapper in the game. X elevated the genre with his gravelly voice, spitting lyrics that just cut right to his personal life. When you heard X rapping about his tough life, you knew that he lived it. There was no faking with this guy, unlike a lot of the rappers out there that you guys like to listen to these days. X lived it. DMX passed away a week after being hospitalized for a drug overdose. DMX was 50 years old. Rest in peace to Ben Taylor. Ben was the GM for Frontgate tickets, which also work with Live Nation. Ben passed away from a heart attack. Ben Taylor was 38 years old. And rest in peace to Tim Baker. 
Tim was a Detroit DJ and producer who also owned the clubwear clothing line Elephant House and also the record label Real Estate Records in Chicago. Tim's cause of death was not announced, nor was his age, but Tim Baker had to have been at least 40 years old. Now that we're done going over this year's nominees for Hall Induction, let's move on to artists who are eligible for induction for next year's Hall class and look at the case for putting Eric B. and Rakim into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Again, hip-hop does belong in the Rock Hall, so all you people who are still trying to make the argument that it doesn't, sit down. Now that that's out of the way... To the tail of the tape we go. Eric B. and Rakim, for those of you not in the know, are a hip-hop duo whose reputation was built on the strength of four albums between 1987 and 1992. 1987's album, Paid in Full, hit number 58 on the U.S. pop charts and number 8 on the R&B charts. It was also their biggest selling album, Going Platinum. 1988's Follow the Leader went to number 22 pop and number 7 R&B and went gold. 1990's Let the Rhythm Hit Em went to number 32 pop and number 10 R&B and also went gold. And 1992's Don't Sweat the Technique went to number 22 pop, number 9 R&B, but unfortunately did not go gold. As far as their singles went, though, they've released 16 of them. Out of those, only 1992's Juice, Know the Ledge, hit the U.S. pop charts, peaking at number 96. Seven of their songs actually hit the U.S. dance charts with Move the Crowd and Paid in Full going to number three. They had 12 songs hit the R&B charts and eight songs hit the rap charts as Billboard and other chart companies were just a little late starting hip-hop charts, which was still considered a fad back then. They figured hip-hop was just like a one-decade thing and they were going to just go away. Obviously, did not. Eric B. and Rakim were also featured on Jody Watley's Top 10 1989 smash hit song, Friends. What makes the duo worthy of the hall is their influence on hip-hop, especially their style. They use dark beats instead of the pop sound that dominated hip-hop back in the day. They also free-flowed their raps instead of landing each one perfectly on the 2 and 4 beat. They also incorporated jazz into their mixes, starting an experimental period in hip-hop that became known as the golden age of hip-hop. They were massively influential with just about every rapper afterwards. Rolling Stone magazine named them the fifth greatest duo of all time, regardless of genre. Let the Rhythm Hit Em, Paid in Full, Move the Crowd, which was actually name-checked on LL Cool J's classic song, Boomin' System, and Don't Sweat the Technique, 
are considered hip-hop masterpieces, specially paid in full. The duo made the list of 15, back in the day when it was only 15, for the Rock Hall in 2011. They didn't make the final cut, though. It's about time that Eric B. and Rakim made the final list. This week, I'm giving a segment to an indie artist in order to showcase their work. I'm also thinking still about starting a podcast that showcases indie artists and or indie record labels. So, if you want your music showcased either on this podcast or my indie music podcast, and it won't get me a takedown notice for copyright infringement, then email me at musichistorytoday at gmail.com. The address is in the show notes. You can also get at me on Twitter at Music History Day. The links to all my links are in the show notes. This episode, I am going to play a song from the songwriter slash producer who does all the music for my EDM podcast, which drops every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. My songwriter slash producer friend, Hey Joe C. The name of her new song, which I absolutely love and am going to share with you right now, is We All Need.
That was We All Need from Hey Joe C. The links to that song and her music is in the show notes. And also, if you want to use it for your streaming purposes, just give her a little note and letting her know so that she can cross-promote with you. Now, let's hit the charts for the week. Starting off, as we do every single week with Billboard magazine, and there is some movement this week, finally. Top album, Rod Wave's Soulfly. Top single, Lil Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name. That also happens to be the top streaming song for the week. Rod Wave is the top artist for the week. BTS, as always, is at number one for social media. BTS's Dynamite is also the top digital sales song. Carrie Underwood's My Savior is the top sales album and the top current sales album. Queen, as always, has the top catalog sales album with greatest hits. Top independent album is, for another week, NF, Clouds, the mixtape. Top vinyl album is Lana Del Rey's Chemtrails Over the Country Club, and The Weeknd's Blinding Light spends yet another week as a top adult contemporary song. On the country charts... Carrie Underwood's My Savior is the top album. Gabby Barrett's The Good Ones is the top country song. And the top country streaming song and the top country digital sales song is the same song. And it's by Taylor Swift. This time with Marin Morris. The song You All Over Me, Taylor's version from the vault. On the rock charts for the umpteenth week in a row, 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood is the top rock song. Top rock album finally changes. It is AJR with OK Orchestra. Top rock streaming song is Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bear with My Ex's Best Friend. Top rock digital sales song is that old 70s chestnut from Fleetwood Mac, Dreams. Top Hard Rock Album is the new one from Evanescence, The Bitter Truth. Top Hard Rock Song is Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Top Hard Rock Streaming Song is Guns N' Roses' Sweet Child of Mine. And Top Hard Rock Digital Sales Song is Drowning Pool's Bodies. On the alternative charts... For yet another week, 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood is the top alternative song and the top alternative streaming song. Top alternative digital sales song is The Cranberries, Zombie, and the top alternative album is AJR's OK Orchestra. And if you ever get the feeling that older songs are dominating rock and alternative these days, you would be correct. Apparently, everybody's into a nostalgia boost. I'm not sure what that says about older music or what that says about newer music. Tough to tell. Moving on. Top rap song, Cardi B's Up. Top rap album, Rod Wave's Soulfly. Top rap streaming song, Rod Wave's Tombstone. Top rap digital sales song, Masked Wolf, Astronaut in the Ocean. Top R&B song, Justin Bieber, Daniel Cesar, and Givian's Peaches. Top R&B album, The Weeknd's The Highlights. Top R&B streaming song, Rod Wave's Tombstone. Silk Sonic, Leave the Door Open is the top R&B digital sales song. 
and globally, with or without the U.S. numbers, Justin Bieber, Daniel Cesar, and Givian's Peaches is number one all around the world this week. On the Latin charts, there's slight changes, at least to one category. Top Latin song is still Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez's Dakiti. Top Latin streaming song and top Latin digital sales song is still Caliuchus with Telepatia. And the top Latin pop album is still Caliuchus Sin Miedo del Amar y Otro, or Otros, I should say, Demonios. However, there is a new top Latin album. It is not Bad Bunny this week. It is Carol G with KG0516. On the Canadian charts, Canadian guy Justin Bieber owns them, for the most part. Justin Bieber, Daniel Cesar, and Givian's Peaches is the top Canadian song. Justin Bieber's Justice is the top Canadian album. Top Canadian digital sales song, though, is Lil Nas X, Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Top Canadian adult contemporary song is Gabby Barrett's I Hope. Top Canadian country song is Eric Church's Hell of a View. Top Canadian rock song is Foo Fighters' Waiting on a War. On the other charts, the top K-pop song, at least in South Korea, is IU with Lilac. Top UK song is Lil Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Tom Grennan's Evering Road spends another week as the top UK album. Top UK digital sales song is Ella Henderson and Tom Grennan with Let's Go Home Together. Top Euro digital sales song is Nathan Evans' Wellerman. In France, top digital sales song is The Weeknd's Save Your Tears. In Germany, Nathan Evans' Wellerman is the top song. Top album is Sierra Kid with N-A-O-S-U. In Spain, top digital sales song is the Harmony Group's Jerusalema. In Switzerland, top digital sales song is Nathan Evans' Wellerman. In Australia, Justin Bieber's Justice is a top album. And Pink and Willow Sage Heart spend another week as the top digital sales song with Cover Me in Sunshine. As always, the EDM charts are on the EDM podcast. Drops every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. For those of you trying to figure out what time that is, that would be 4 a.m. in Chicago, 3 a.m. in Denver, 2 a.m. in L.A. In Rio, it would be 6 a.m. In London, 10 a.m. Berlin, 11 a.m. Moscow, high noon. And let's go further this week. Dubai, it is 1 p.m. Mumbai in India, that's 2.30 p.m. Singapore, 5 p.m. Beijing, also 5 p.m. In Tokyo, that it would be 6 p.m. In Sydney, Australia, that would be Tuesday night at 7 p.m. And in Auckland, New Zealand, 9 p.m. There you go. Now you're covered. Except for Hawaii. Moving on. On the Apple charts, Taylor Swift's Fearless, Taylor's version, is the top album for the week. And for obvious reasons, the top single is by DMX. As a matter of fact, he has four of the top ten singles on uh, Apple singles charts this week. 
The top one, Rough Riders Anthem, which I have honestly heard at nauseum for the past few days now. From other people, not from me. I prefer actually a song he did with Funkmaster Flex called Do You. Check the lyrics, look it up. I don't even think it's a single anymore, but there is a video for it. There's my one little bump for the week for everybody. Check it out. Moving on. Spotify's top global streaming song is Justin Bieber, Daniel, Cesar, and Givian's Peaches. In America and the UK, though, the top streaming song is Lil Nas X with Montero, Call Me By Your Name. On the YouTube charts, basically they stay the same, only the numbers have changed a little. Lil Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name, is still the top song in the top music video, but the numbers have dropped this week. Song numbers, 16.1 million views. That's off about 50% from last week. And music video, it's down about 30% uh, to 9.74 million views. Rod Wave is the top artist in America. He's got 40.6 million views. In the UK, Lil Nas X's Montero is still the number one song and the number one music video. And those numbers dropped as well. Song-wise, it's 2.94 million. Video-wise, 1.97 million. Basically, all around the world, that video knocked off about 30%, give or take. Eminem, for some reason, is still the top artist in the UK, and I have no idea why. But he does have a new album out. It's been out for about a month, but he's still rocking it over there. This week, he's got 4.6 million views, which is a lot for the UK. Globally, though, almost everything stays the same. Top song is still from India. It's Loot Gay and Emran Hashmi with Jubin Nautial. That has 88.4 million views. That is way down from what it was last week. It lost about half the viewership from last week. Same thing goes with the top artist, who is also from India. It is Alka Yagnik. This time around, she goes from 450 million views to 311 million views, which, let's be honest, that's still a lot of views, but it's down considerably from last week. I believe that maybe there are some holidays that might have played into that. I believe Ramadan is coming up, if memory serves. Top music video, though, has changed. It is BTS with Film Out, 53.1 million views. On the Hits charts, HitsDailyDouble.com, top album, Justin Bieber's Justice. The song Revenue Chart, Lil Nas X with Montero, Call Me By Your Name, made $156,264 U.S., with weekly sales revenue of $19,184 on 21,100 units sold. Streaming revenue was $137,081 on 24,263,000 streams. As always, like I say every week, six-tenths of a penny per stream. Buy your music, people. Support your artists. By comparison, just so you realize, Justin Bieber, Daniel Cesar, and Givian's Peaches, which was number one last week, made more money, 167000 total. That money 
was less in the way of sales revenue, so Lil Nas X actually has more people buying his music. However, Justin Bieber has a lot more people actually streaming it by about two million, two and a half million actually. Shazam, the top U.S. single is Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open. Top U.K. single, Joel Corey, Ray, and David Guetta's new one, Bed. BBC One Radio's top single is Noizu, with Summer 91 Looking Back. BBC Two Radio's new top single is a new one. It's Amy McDonald's Statues iHeartRadio, the top 40 single is Billie Eilish, Therefore I Am. Top country single, Florida Georgia Lines, Long Live. Top alternative rock single, Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bears, My Ex's Best Friend. Top R&B single is Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open. And the top adult contemporary single is The Weeknd's Blinding Lights. Rolling Stone magazine, their top song is Lil Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name, with 24.3 million streams in America. Top album is Justin Bieber's Justice. Top streamed artist is Drake, with 116.6 million U.S. streams. Top trending song for the week is Dustin Lynch and Mackenzie Porter's Thinking About You. And the breakthrough artist for March was Masked Wolf. This upcoming week, you will get new ones from, among others, Andy Stott, Autogram, Born Ruffians, Eric Church, Greta Van Fleet, London Grammar, Paul McCartney. That one is actually his last album. It's called McCartney 3 Imagined. So expect some new versions of his last album. Also, you will get new albums from Spencer Krug. The Armed, and The Offspring of All Groups. Welcome back to The Offspring. That's good. And that is it for Music History Today, the weekly edition podcast number 205. Thanks for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, basically everything having to do with this podcast is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, etc., all under Music History Today. If you would like to support this podcast, our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash music history today we are also on twitter at music history day and you can now find us on youtube don't forget to like subscribe and hit that notification bell anytime you want to know exactly what videos are dropped and when all of those links can be found in the show notes below thank you very very much for listening (laughs) 